0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be.
3: Greetings. Welcome inside. Happy Monday. The Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Doing our day-night doubleheader tonight, Mike Harmon. We got the show now. We got our show tonight. Remember, entrance prices for both games are separate. You don't pay one price for the doubleheader. You have to pay a day-night price. You pay the day price, then you pay the night price. It's the way to get you.
4: Well, you got to keep the cash flowing through. There's, there's no sitting around lollygagging because I can't pay you to take a nap in the ballpark. No, we got to clean it up and get ready
3: for the late-night patrons. You know, I would have, I would have liked that if I said, "Listen, can I stay in the ballpark and just take a nap in between games?" I'd, i wonder if they'd have gone for that. I'd pay you. I'd pay you twenty dollars. Let me stay in the park, go for a nap. I get to roam the concourse where there's all kinds of food, where there's there's nobody there. It's like me and like a hundred other people in the park. When I wake up from a nap, that's the time. See, I like that. That's like the golden hour at Disneyland. Well, that's the desi-
4: designated uh, suite that has a shower and a nice, comfy couch.
3: <laughs> And a recliner or two. The first game was so hot. It was so hot. I drank milk like Ron Burgundy, and now I got to go get a shower. Well, you want to get freshened up for the nightcap and get
4: yourself ready uh, for the the second part of that doubleheader.
3: Me with my Mets towel, my Mets shower (laughs) shoes, waiting in line behind a bunch of people. I hey, what would you think about that first game? Uh, I can't believe Carrasco sucks. Uh, It's like his second start. Yeah. Hey, I'll talk to you later. I'm going in. All right, great. And all of a sudden, there's
4: video coverage of you like you were uh, hanging out in those suites in Toronto all those years. Years ago, uh, you guys can Google that for what was going on in those suites.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, I'm just I'm I'm trying to keep this d- daytime, you know, uh, rated okay. Just you know, hey, we're getting in line tickets, and you're taking it to a whole different level. Well, it is nighttime in London. It it, it is it is in yes, Stockholm is. and
4: other places around the world. People are listening.
3: Mm-hmm. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we got big NBA news to get to coming up in about 15 minutes as uh, the NBA has made it very easy for the Lakers to move <laughs> on in the playing <laughs> round, which which may be why Rudy Gobert was actually suspended. Not the fact that, wow. he got, that he punched a teammate. Hey, listen, we need the Lakers to move on. So uh, let's have some suspensions here let's start rolling through you know we have one suspension we'll announce today let's announce another suspension tomorrow and we'll keep going here and on and the Lakers move on from the playing
4: round pretty soon you're gonna say that they they forced McDaniels to punch a wall too <laughs>
3: Oh, see, again, I take it to a spot and you go over the line with it. I mean, uh, I, oh. sorry, I
4: was watching John Wick this morning. I'm <laughs> no, no, feeling a little oh, fired up. Yeah. Let's go.
3: Oh, yeah. That, they, they, had, they had the trilogy on all weekend. Oh, my goodness.
4: And, and there's more offense in, in those movies than I'm seeing from the White Sox and Twins right now. Mm, Although, as no. I say
3: that, it's deep and it's not playable. Oh, you got home a home run? run? Oh, wow. I mean, the White Sox are winning. That was a three-run homer, yeah, wasn't it?
4: Hanser Alberto.
3: Yes, oh, three-run homer. Enjoy, it could be the last home run for the White Sox Well, season. they've certainly given that. up enough of them. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying you're not going to see ones. I mean the ones you hit. No, okay. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, but, hey, the big news in football that is really not about the person – it, but it's really about the person that this person affects. Uh, the thing with the saw, guy in the place, yeah. yeah. You saw a big headline this weekend. Odell Beckham Jr. back in the NFL signing a one-year deal for 15 up to as much as $18 million contract worth with – the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, well why would he do this? I'm like Brian windhorse Now, why would he do this? <laughs> he was supposed to see the Jets
4: today, He was, so he
3: avoided the Jets. Look, look, I'm happy about that. <laughs> look, being a Jets fan, I'm happy that we didn't pay $15 yes. to $18 million for Odell Beckham Jr., who is kind of just a guy at this point. I mean really, I mean, the re- I, mean I was like, he's going to show up on Monday because Aaron Rodgers wants him, and they're going to sign Odell, and they're going to pay him all this money, and it's to for it to be the number three receiver at best with the Jets. What are we doing? And then there's going to be more guys that Rogers wants. Well, but now I'm that sure. he
4: didn't get this guy off his list, does that mean that Aaron Rodgers will not be a Jet? No, no, no. Come e- on. Even, got-
3: even with Joe Douglas in front no, of the no, drunken no, 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 throng, no. going, he's going to be here. I they, promise. They made him sign Lazard. They made him sign his backup <laughs> quarterback. Uh, he's coming. He's coming. Look, Joe Douglas. He said he was. He said he was coming this weekend. I, I, like I said, every day is Aaron Rodgers Eve. Every day is Aaron. It's so exciting. Today could be the day, but if not, tonight is Aaron Rodgers Eve. I could wake up in the morning to to a slew of text messages telling me that Aaron Rodgers is a a jet. But every day, because I know it's happening, it's like I go to bed at night like a little kid. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. It's going to be Aaron. Oh, it's not Aaron. But it's still happening. Today is Aaron Rodgers Eve. It's going to happen. Don't you think at some point if that
4: were to happen every night that Santa Claus hated you?
3: Oh, no, no, no. I, I, Santa Claus would have to go a long way to be hated. I mean, come on. But I mean, after, if night
4: after night, on. you're waiting on it. Hey, you got to go to bed early because Santa Claus is coming. Well, and I got to I mean, go to bed early because Santa Claus is coming. And after a couple hundred days of, hey, you going to bed early. And meanwhile, the family's getting after it while you're laying down in bed and Santa never
3: comes. I mean, that's a problem. Okay, well, first of all, this is not Philadelphia, okay? So I understand if it's Philadelphia. <laughs> Secondly, didn't you see him clean house in Violent Night? That takes Santa Claus's... <laughs> Happy birthday, David Harbour, 48 that, today. <laughs> that takes Santa Claus's cachet to a whole new level. I deliver presents to good girls or boys. What else? I will clean house in people who are kidnappers and criminals. I will kill them in very blood-splattering, gory ways. I am Santa Claus. It's Hear a roar. for Santa. Yeah, no, Nice. Uh, but here's the deal now. This and this is the this is the big domino. Odell Beckham Jr. with his contract to the Ravens and NFL Network reported that both he and Lamar Jackson were in deep conversation about Odell joining the Ravens and teaming up for one shot at the Super Bowl. Now this flies in the face of every single thing we have known about Lamar Jackson. Why that he's even contemplating going back to the Ravens after sitting out with injuries and after knowing that, okay, everybody's sitting down to breakfast at the owner's meetings. Now, here's my trade request. Out. Uh, he's done. His mom even says he's done. He's moved on. He wants out. So how the hell does this happen, right? How the hell are we at this point where they're, they're, they're on, on each other's Instagram pages and they're, and they're enjoying each other? Look. First things first, I get Odell signing this contract because nobody else was going to give him this money. I mean, really, the Jets were hoping he would come in for like a one-year, $4 million deal, five, you know, it gets incentives up to about six or seven. I mean, one one year and $15 for, are you kidding me? Really? For a guy that hasn't played in well over a year, who was a diminished, who has been nothing but a diminished form of himself for the past few years? I I feel like a weight has lifted off me. I, I I don't have to root for Odell this year. All the criticism I've given him the last guy i was like it's gonna happen i gotta i'm gonna have to root for him i'm gonna have to now like a weight is lifted from me i get why he signed with the ravens because they gave money but the whole thing with with lamar jackson i'll I'll lay this out because this this is the this is the only avenue i can think of which is why this happens and we could see lamar and odell teaming up in baltimore because like i said everything was he's done he's gone he's not coming back right he knows his name isn't great around the NFL right now for health and business reasons, right? We've, you've heard – I mean, look, the, the Lamar Jacks needs an agent contract is becoming like the uh, – a, a talking point is becoming like the Ryan Fitzpatrick is a smart quarterback, all right? We've heard, yes, we know he doesn't have an agent. But nobody's interested in him for two first-round picks and $230 million guaranteed at least. Nobody wants that. We've seen that all the way across the board. Now that he's been going out trying to get his own trade, trying to get a deal – that's not happened either. So what is the best way to do? There were two avenues. There's gonna be two avenues open to Lamar Jackson. There's the I'm gonna sit out until you pay me. The Ravens will franchise him. He's gonna say, I'm still not showing up. And on the eve of camp, when when it, when they really have to make a decision, somebody will come up with a low ballish offer and they'll get Lamar Jackson. He'll play one year for them at a, you know, for $30 plus million dollars and hit free agency again a year from now. That that that's the first scenario because nothing else is happening. Nothing's happening before the draft. Nothing's happening right after. Lamar is someone who, because of his health and his money demands, teams are shying away from. So that was the most likely one. We wait till the very edge of camp. People get nervous. A team like the Commanders or somebody swoops in and says, hey, how about a first-round pick for Lamar? Uh, You know, we're going to sign him for this year. Okay, great. Everybody moves on. But now here's the other part. But now here's the part that that sticks out is that if he's looking for one year to – be great, and be healthy, and hit free agency again that place most likely is Baltimore in a system that he's familiar with in a system where where the fan, the fans are behind him. He's not going to go and have two bad games someplace and people will say oh this guy's a stiff. We should have never signed him. His best place for one year success to get healthy and get at free agency again would be to have this one year in Baltimore. So he plays one year for the franchise tag because he's not going to take the money they're offering because they, you know, he, he wants more than that so he will gamble on himself and bet on himself for this year. He's got to stay healthy, and as long as he's healthy this year, and the Lamar Jackson that we know, he'll hit free agency again in a year. He'll be 26 years old, and someone will say, okay, hey, how about $200 million guaranteed for the next four years, whatever it's going to be. A little bit less than the money he's looking for now, but still a ton of it and a ton of it guaranteed. That's the avenue I see why, why this is unfolding the way it is, because he sees the one year I stay, and that's my best path to success, so I can get this other bite at the apple a year. From now.
4: Yeah, the other part is that they could get back into conversations, right? He had said that he'd turn down three for one thirty-three guaranteed. So you got a hundred million dollars or thereabout difference between what that top end was, looking at five, six years on the contract versus where they're at. And and maybe after being in the marketplace and whatever conversations he had, because remember, we don't have his phone tapped, so we don't know every conversation uh that's happened on a telephone uh on zoom or in a public park uh all of those things could have happened along the way we just don't have the traditional here's my agent to leak out what i'm talking about scenario with lamar jackson i, I would make sure we circle back to da Costa because desperation is a stinky cologne as we say from time to time <laughs> here and he heard all the chirping and he got back and he, he looked like adult talking about the receiver position in Baltimore and then getting into it with guys that are on his roster right now, Rashad Bateman, among others, uh, as to what they've done with the receiving core there. So uh, I think he got bullied into that high deal, thinking that it could give him a little bit of leverage. And maybe, look, maybe Odell Beckham Jr. was on the list. Lamar Jackson had presented to the Ravens once upon a time. Going back to last year down the stretch when there were rumor, conjecture, speculation that Odell was going to be ready to join a team for a playoff run. So perhaps there, there's a little bit of a bridge that can be made there. And behind the scenes, we're not as far off from a contract coming together as as perhaps we've been led to believe. But where we what we do know is if a team really wanted Lamar Jackson, wouldn't they have done the I'm, I'm on a megaphone telling you everything I, I want to give up to go get him. Yes, <laughs> that's where we'd be at. Look, because they want to impress their fans, right? Look, we're not resting on our laurels here. We're going out and getting top-notch talent. So, you know, the, the game of liar's poker uh, that we've seen at press conferences and everything else, uh, it, it does tend to get a little loud when you've got a player of this talent there, and the silence says that behind the scenes there may be some work going on in Baltimore.
3: Yeah, th- this seems to be more, as as time goes on, this seems to be more Russell Wilson set up than a, a trade demand and I'm out now. Where when, when Wilson made his demands... Two years ago, it was, oh, wow, Wilson wants out and Rodgers wants out. And Wilson's demand was really, hey, if things don't change this year, Mm -hmm. then I want out. And that's exactly what happened. Things didn't change enough, and the Seahawks got tired of his act, and and they traded him. This may be a Russell Wilson, but a little bit differently, where, okay, I made all my noise now. I didn't have the cachet to pull off what I want to pull off, so I have to wait a year and do it again. And I'm definitely doing it again next year. And at this point next year, when I'm healthy and I've had a good season, then people are going to line up for me. So this may turn out to be more Russell Wilson where, okay, we have to wind up putting a pin in this for now, and then we're getting back at this in in full force next year, next offseason.
4: Yeah, game's played column has to read higher than 11 or 12 if he really wants a bag. Mm.
3: Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll have more NFL on the way, but coming up next, yeah, as we get ready, for the play tournament in the NBA. Big doings going on on the eve of it. Keep it right here. That's next. This is Fox Sports Radio.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game
4: See terms at
1: pick promos You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to tirerack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com
3: Fox Sports Radio. Yeah! My best friend, Mike Harmon. Suddenly, now it's my freshman year of high school, and I'm exchanging cassettes with friends. Hey, here's I got the new Accept. Here you go. Check out track four, baby. Uh, Let's
4: go. I'm
3: gonna listen to Balls to the Wall. Yeah, I got that. You have the new Metallica? Yes, I have the new Metallica. I'll trade you. I'll make a tape. I'll bring it back in tomorrow. I want that tape back tomorrow. Tomorrow, you can't. I don't want to. I want to listen to that again tomorrow. I'm gonna give it back to you tomorrow. (laughs) Oh man. Except was great. that's one of the urban legends I believe that except this band, that kind you hear them that sound like ACDC? dc yeah. was they named the band Except because back in you know the 70s and 80s when you would go to the store to buy records and cassettes, they were you know obviously everything's in alphabetical order, yeah. right? So if you were going to look for an AC/DC album. Accept would be right before it. And you would go, oh, I'm looking for ACDC. What's this? Accept. It kind of looks like the same. Oh, wow. Hey, maybe maybe I'll buy this album. And then, boom, suddenly you're off to the races. And and, and if you loved your German thrash metal, they mm-hmm. were the band for you. Because what kind of name is Accept? I mean, really, why would you? What We need something that begins ACC. How about Acclimated? No, Acclimated doesn't work. All right, uh, let's look something else. How about Exenuate? No, 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 that's yeah. too much. How about Accept? Uh, fine. I'll exc- accept This is a band that has
4: gone through four different uh, iterations with a total of 20 different members. Mm.
3: So you think they had fistfights like uh, Rudy Gobert? 100%. They, they, they a I, I got to
4: think Udo Dirk Schneider was the <laughs> agitator of it all.
3: <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the NBA coming out today. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, Rudy Gobert has been suspended by the Timberwolves. He is out for the playing game against the Lakers for throwing a punch. A teammate, Kyle Anderson, in a team huddle on Sunday. Uh, this is how it sounded when the punch was thrown regular season finale and we had a scuffle on the timberwolves bench anderson and rudy gobert that's just something you don't see every day i know the tensions you played in this game you've been in a lot of heated battles
4: I like I like how like calm the demeanor. Yeah, uh, hey, you, you really just, see just don't day. see that every day. <laughs>
3: he just punched a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah he yeah, had yeah. it coming. Yeah, I don't Brick, like <laughs> Brick, you hit a guy with a trident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were arguing over play on the court, and according to Gobert, the big trigger was when. Anderson called him a B-word several times. Uh, they were arguing about blocking shots versus playing defense, and apparently Anderson said, why don't you block a shot, you blank, and that's when Gobert just tried to slug him, and now he's suspended for the first game against the Lakers, which, hey, boy, this, this fits with that Laker uh, uh, lineup of, hey, here they come after the trade deadline, and here they go through the playing round and on into the first round of the tournament. Oh, this, this fits with them.
4: It works nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. The convergence of circumstances uh where the odds be forever in your favor.
3: Mm. You know, there there's two big things for this before we get to the Lakers aspect of it is that there are trigger words that look I'm I'm not I'm I'm not for fighting, I'm not for violence, I'm not that kind of guy, but I do understand when certain words are said that a reaction happens that someone should have thought better of, and it doesn't always need to be like a you know a, a need to be a slur of a word or something else. It could be it could be anything. Like and, and and sometimes it's like, well, my manhood was challenged, and I have to and I have to stand up for it. Right? I, there, there's no way I can't. There, there's a guy who wanted to fight me during a softball game. Because I called him a meathead. Yeah, I does not surprise me. You called him a meathead. I called him a meathead. See, you blew past that, and I just said a guy wanted to fight me in softball, you just said that doesn't surprise me. Like, 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 like that goes along with my with my persona. Ah, yeah, it does. Oh, oh, wait, you called no, him? a No, well, I mean, oh, okay. we work in radio. We're smartasses by trade,
4: <laughs> which means it's going to creep into our our everyday lives. And just guess what? Not everybody's going to be on board or understand where you're coming from. You say meat. <laughs> Head and 95% of people laugh, go, wow, he said meathead.
3: You got five percent of folks. Those are fight words. You wanna go? Let's go. We were we were playing in um I was playing in Fox League. Uh this is this is a few years ago. Oh, at the Bad News Bears Field over there? <laughs> yeah, actually, it actually was the Bad News Yeah, well, I used
4: to work right across the street in that building. That's where we did all our video stuff.
3: And we and we we played a game against this team. And we were beating them badly in the last inning. And they were not happy that we were winning because we, that, that we, we were the Yankees. We were the evil empire. Nobody liked us because we won almost every year. And so we're beating them. Pre- <laughs> Excuse me. You're beating them badly. <laughs> and now they're giving you a Darth Vader chokehold yeah, from that, hundreds that, that, of miles away. <laughs> suddenly I'm Admiral Piette. And I'm sorry. So <laughs> we're beating them pretty bad in the last inning. And the, the thing is, is that the way the playoffs work is that the top seed would play the bottom seed and the second seed play the next low seed that's how the playoffs work so everybody made it but you had to win to make it to make it far and so one of the guys on the other team says oh yeah where, where do we see you in the playoffs wait wait we see you in the playoffs and i said you guys think you're going to make it deep enough to play us in the playoffs? Are you kidding? Right? Like, because I was just sick of this guy, and he goes, and all of a sudden, guys on the team go, oh, everybody makes the playoffs. What is? all you're just. What are you talking about? Everybody, you don't even know the rules. And I'm like, oh my god, and I, I said, you didn't even listen to what I said, meathead. I said, you're not going to make it far enough, and he got up off the bench. And wanted to fight me. Luckily, I had a bat in my hand because I was coming up to bat. <laughs> Luckily, I had yeah, a bat. because if I if I didn't have if I didn't have the bat in my hand, I don't know what would have happened, right? So because he's coming over and I go what what and then people start getting in the middle and he the look in his eyes he wanted. but because I called him meathead because I said you're a meathead and, he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he was and he was just I like, think that's not what I said meathead everybody you're not gonna make it far enough oh and it was okay so we finished that we finished it there was no handshake after the game anything else I was like because if I had not called a guy a meathead he wouldn't have wanted to fight me
4: and then you started to have explained to
3: him in the 1970s Norman Lear (laughs) created a sitcom
4: sorry Carol O'Connor
3: and Rob Reiner I should have said it like Archie Bunker listen meathead it
4: was pretty close the way you said it I I think part of the point here is whether there was any latent uh, resentment Right. It's like any relationship work or or home and and whatever you're doing where there might be just little little things that just it's building up, but not enough to take you over the top. Right. Little Mm -hmm. transgressions, microaggressions, as they'd call them here in 2023. And then all of a sudden something small Mm -hmm. that you would normally brush off suddenly becomes. All right. That's it. Yeah, It's go time. No, no, no. And, sure. that, and that's what I'm wondering if here, like, they, they had a, a bunch of disagreements, defensive end or effort or, or whatever over the course of the year. Rudy Gobert seems to be like a guy everybody likes to fight, just for what it's worth. Sure, sure. Um, you know, the last couple of years have not been kind for him in that regard, but... You just get to a point where, all right, that's it. I, I'm tired of you chirping at me. I'm tired of whatever you've been saying or doing in, in our rotations, in our in our practices. And, and this was finally the all right, it's go time.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the guy. I just can't stand it. It's the end of the season. We've been around each other for so long, and I just can't stand it. And you know, look, that's something that fans don't get that when you have a whole seat, like when you play on a team, anybody's ever played on a, on, a, on, a, on a sports team, that there's players on the team that you like to you hang out with and there's players on the team that you don't for whatever reason. And maybe you just, well, this person's a little too full of themselves, this person's a little too this, I don't like that they did that, oh, this person's cheap, you know, when we go out to dinner, they never put in enough money for the tip, they always say, you know, try to, you know, they, they do the math wrong, whatever it is. <laughs> But usually, when you play in a sports team, if you're playing in high school or you're playing rec league, you don't live with them twenty four seven. You know, it's not. It's not like you play. You play softball in a rec league, and I don't like Jimmy because the guy's a Jimmy. knucklehead. And you know, and, and you know, I, I still can't find uh, you know my wallet from the game that time. You know, Jimmy. I think Jimmy took it. Whatever. Wow. It was. You know, now I, you got I don't know,
4: Jimmy being a thief.
3: Well, it's no, one thing think- if he was
4: just an agitator. You didn't know, yeah. like your taste in movies, women, agitating. or booze. Now, now you got him stealing stuff.
3: No, I was just thinking, what would I bring to the field that I could be missing and I wouldn't know? And you know, my wallet. But now I would probably leave my wallet in the car. But anyway, so you know, it's whatever reason. But when when you travel with them and you you see them every day at practice and you go through that and you play against them and everything, you're around them all the time, whether you like them or not. Yeah, you know, yeah, boils up. That's why the, the Timberwolves announcers were like, yeah, hey, uh, you see this all the time. I remember the couple of times I got a fight. But so but that's just it, that how
4: calm they were. Like, yeah. there, there was no inflection in their voice whatsoever. It's like, you almost waited for the line of, yeah, this has been brewing. <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah. that's almost, kind of the like way Jim, it was announced. It was almost like Jim Nance was doing it. And here's the approach on 16, and he sticks it. Three feet from the pin. Wow, What a shot by John Rom! He looks like he's going to wear the green jacket. Unflappable. Yeah, it was very, very much a, a tradition, unlike any other. It was very, so. Yeah, so I get it, and and I get why the fight happens. And now Gobert is suspended. Some teams would do this, and some teams would not. Right. Some teams would say, hey, OK, uh, boys will be boys. That's great. We got a big playing game tomorrow. All right, Rudy, you're going to play. Everything's fine. We're handling this internally.
4: You might have had a lot of guys on right? the team, though, that said, I oh, will see this guy in hell. You yeah, got to keep well, him away.
3: Well, they still want to win, right? And they know well, you want to win the but, best chance
4: to win. But but if he's that that guy, I mean, yeah. again, it's all speculation at this point. But you're trying to figure out it to your point of hey, you still wanna win. So to take action this drastic would mean there's something a little more to it, right?
3: Yeah, or or you know, some teams still operate under the when you have transgressions you're gonna pay for them and other teams operate under the Yeah, we don't care. Doesn't matter, and we'll take the heat on social media and on the radio and on television. Yeah, we don't care about doing the right thing. So, and so some teams. So it could have gone either way with Gobert, right? Could have gone either way with him. They could have suspended him. They could have. Now we know the Timberwolves are a team. Hey, we're going to suspend Rudy Gobert, right? So now their chance of beating the Lakers has just gone into the toilet. So somehow, if any team can find a way to blow this game, it is the Lakers. Well, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the yeah. doubt that they win this game tomorrow. Well,
4: well don't don't forget a M- McDaniel's. Like we can talk about. Gobert, all we want. How dopey yep. is McDaniel's? Like, yeah, he's getting true. a free pass because of the Gobert thing. Like you self-inflicted a, a broken hand. Like what the hell are you doing? Man? You don't know that. Maybe the locker said something to him and he didn't like it. He, he went well, back it was a him. you know what he had trouble with that lock all year, yeah. <laughs> and finally <laughs> it just boiled over. <laughs> using the same logic, but it's you know the your bodies, your intimate, your bodies, your living, all of this stuff. It's like, and I get it. We got to put speed bags in the hallway so guys punch those instead. What are we doing? You know, Locker, you've
3: been riding me all season with this. Oh, I'll open sometimes. I won't open. <laughs> now I'm going to get even with you. I'm going to punch you in the bread basket. <laughs> the lot yeah, you know they I mean? issued me, it sticks sometimes <sighs> on that final number, and I tell you. <laughs> you get like the time-lapse video of all season long of him <laughs> having trouble with the Locker, and then the, the equipment guy has to come and, and 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 do it for him every single time. I'm just done with this Locker, man. I'm done with it. I'm done. <laughs> But I will say this, if we we're looking at the Lakers moving past the Timberwolves now cuz likely that's going to happen if you're talking about two of their better players now who aren't going to be playing. Um Lakers get out of this. If they end up a, if they end up in 8th, I like their chances I like their chances. They, they could lose this game and still win and wind up. If they wind up in seventh by winning this game, I don't like their chances against Memphis. As, as, as well as the Lakers have been playing, I don't like it against a younger team that's going to just run them out of the gym. I, I don't like that. I like their chances against Denver – A hell of a lot more. They've given Denver problems, and now the the new line, and and there is something to be said because it's a new Laker team. You got to judge them after the trade deadline where their backcourt, because LeBron got hurt, fell into an incredible pairing between D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. That's working great. Anthony Davis has stayed the dominant AD we saw earlier in the season, and LeBron has come back with a bit of a hey, this might not be my team. They could push me out now because the reaction when I was injured wasn't like, LeBron, when are you coming back? It's we can win without him. So, hey, now I, I got to make sure that I control my destiny if I want to continue to play with the Lakers or if I want to go someplace else. I don't want the Lakers to push me out. So now LeBron has come back, and he's reinvigorated. Now Rui Hachimura coming off the bench has had pretty good games. Now he's got a pretty defined role. So, yeah, the, watch out for the Lakers. They're playing well. But I'll tell you, I don't like the matchup against against the Memphis Grizzlies. If so, if somehow they were to lose to, to Minnesota, and, and maybe that's a strategy thing, Maybe they like the match with the Nuggets better. I don't know. But I don't like them against Memphis, but I love them against Denver. And if they wind up playing the Nuggets, that's going to be a first-round upset. But they play against Memphis, the series will be too long, and the Lakers will wind up going home.
4: The curiosity with this Lakers squad, right? Because early in the season it was, if they're healthy, dot, dot, dot. And that was with the original cast of characters. That's before Russell Westbrook was sent away. And then give Rob Palinka credit. I don't. I think it's been kind of quiet in terms of – you know, give throwing the flowers in that general direction he he did the wait, wait, hold, hold, I got a gladiator, and then finally, all right now now we attack uh and made the trade at the deadline and and before the season it was a lot of all right, LeBron, you're gonna get yourself out of this mess well, blinka made a deal that towards the back end of the season from the all star break on down. Defensive metrics are through the roof. You've got role players that have come in. you mentioned Hachimura. We've talked a lot about Austin Reeves and how much money he's going to be able to command now. Uh, Seemingly every day, it was like the stock market when the tech bubble all those years ago. Wait, it went up another 50 bucks today? Damn right. Uh, Austin Reeves' dollars uh, seem to be doing that. LeBron trying to reestablish himself did that little thing of crowning himself. Uh, you know how much I, I love that kind of stuff. But,
3: oh, yeah, but, yeah. You love it. You, you love know, it when no he calls question. himself the king. Yeah, you love that. King, 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 But they're
4: you playing well, and they're healthy. And Anthony Davis has played tremendous basketball. He's missed only two of, what, the last 29, 30 games. And while he will scare you at least twice a game when he goes down to the court, and you're you're waiting on the Hulk Hogan shaking himself back up as the crowd gets excited uh right here he is hulking out and getting back after it that they're dangerous in this spot denver for all all of the success in the regular season we, we don't know about what these guys are going to be able to do come the playoff time i don't want to dismiss them but it certainly makes for an intriguing matchup and memphis was a team that we loved coming in the attitude at times is something they, uh, they may need to curb a bit and just remember that you you got, you got to win first to really validate that. I mean, I like acting like you've been there and being the champ and having that chip on your shoulder and all that stuff, uh, but eventually you do actually have to win uh, to justify it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern,
0: noon Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time Manager of the Year and a three-time National Sports Writer of the Year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated.
2: And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the Doug maybe in the 1980s.
0: I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Booker Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or
1: wherever you get your podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to Tire to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireC.com's sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's slash sports tyraccom the way tire buying should be.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is.
3: Fox Sports Radio. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. In for Doug tonight, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Where things got really interesting with the NFL draft earlier today. Numerous reports have come out that teams have been asking the Cardinals about the number three pick in the draft. Adam Schefter is saying that at least six teams have inquired about trading up for the third pick in the draft. The Cardinals are thinking, well, do we want to move the pick? Do we want to make it? No, if I'm the Cardinals, I say, hey, no, no, no. How about we keep the third pick and you take Kyler Murray? How about that? Can we do that? Let's do that instead. I know you call for the third pick, but we're going to give you Kyler Murray instead. It's like when I go to a restaurant and say, hey, I want a, I want a Big Mac. Oh, wait, well, you got a new chicken sandwich? I'll have the new chicken sandwich instead. Like, it's, it's kind of like that. Hey, oh, wait, how about a little bait and switch? Let's call, talk about the third pick. Instead, it turns into a Kyler Murray conversation
4: well to you you'd want both and maybe that's what the cardinals want they want to keep kyler murray but there's something an asset that they uh, they covet as well but i i do like the the conversations being had right intrigue as we're we're getting closer and closer to the draft there's been a lot of chatter about the quarterbacks up top and now this uh gives you an eye, eyebrow raising part right cuz there's been a lot of speculation that deandre hopkins is going to get shopped and, and won't be a Cardinal before we get to the regular season. Steve Kime has gone through and laid waste to anybody he drafted without looking in the mirror. That guy mm-hmm. didn't work hard. That guy could have done more. Yeah, Kyler's talented, but, and he's gone through with a flamethrower on every guy that he picked. So, yeah, come, come and get the uh, third pick if you want it. It's going to cost now, you. They got a lot of deeds. So oh, yeah. And, and you got a lot of money now tied up in Kyler. So, moving down would be a uh, very good move for them.
3: How about you give us a pick and we give you Kyler Murray instead? I know you want the pick. Okay, now here's where I'll give you my big NFL Draft Bowl prediction. Uh oh here we go. Right? Now, the top five looks like this right now. Panthers number one, Texans number two, Cardinals number three, Colts at four, Seahawks at five. You are going to see the first four picks be all quarterbacks. The first four picks, because Will Levis is going to find his way up there. Because when even the though his three joked? picks go, doesn't matter. We win the first three, that you know how it works in the NFL. Oh, there's a big quarterback class. There's lots of, and then when you see him go off the board, bang, bang, bang. It's going to be we got to get somebody, and Levis is going to be there at four. You already know the Colts want a quarterback at four. Rather than try to trade for Lamar Jackson, hey, they're going to sit at four. And you already know the top two teams are taking quarterbacks, right? Panthers are going to take one and so are the Texans. I think when it comes down to it, it's going to be at at number one, it's going to be Richardson because as as time gets close to the draft, his intangibles and how big he is and how fast he is is going to blow through the roof and his his untapped ceiling of potential is going to be what wins out over Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. But... You're going to see quarterbacks go one, two, and then the Cardinals are going to trade out of there. Because if they're not taking a quarterback, they're not going to stay there. They're going to trade down. Whoever is trading up to three is trading up for a quarterback. They're not trading up. They're not trading up to go get something else. They're not trading up for Bijan Robinson as good as he is. It's not <laughs> happening, right? So I,
4: you want to talk about a wild. Uh- wild range of where he gets selected. I mean, in the mock drafts, anywhere from someone going up all the way to the top 10 to grab him to Mm -hmm. the end of the first round because the tradition of we don't like running backs anymore is alive and well. But to to your point, yeah, you're going to see some movement, whether it's Tennessee or the mystery teams. We like mystery teams. The White Sox can't be in it. No, they got to listen to the show at night to get that (laughs) long-standing reference in what we're doing. But, uh, no, it's What's funny, though, is the two quarterbacks that lead the class for next year, you would say are better than the guys here, but the immediacy of we at least need to try to start moving towards fixing our wrongs means that quarterbacks that might otherwise drift a bit go towards the top.
3: So when that happens, team's going to trade up to three. You said quarterbacks go one, two, three. Then here are the Colts sitting at four going, oh, wow. What We just watched the top three. And now maybe it's a situation where the Colts have to move up to three, the Cardinals drop to four, and then somebody comes up to four. But when there's those four quarterbacks we've been talking about out there, when when three of them go off the board, the race for that fourth one gets to be pretty big pretty fast. And so when that happens, yeah, someone's going to try to come up to four to get a quarterback, whether it's the Colts sitting at four to take that pick or the Colts move up to three and someone else trades with the Cardinals. So those top four picks are going to be all quarterbacks, and they're going to go in that order. It's going to go Richardson, Young, Stroud, and Levis. There's your top four picks in the NFL draft right there. Just because I know how things go, I know how teams think getting into the draft and the the desire for a quarterback. Yes, the couple of guys, Caleb Williams looks like he might be great, but are we going to wind up being – are we really going to pick high enough to get him next year? Is that really going to happen for us? We can get a quarterback now picking at four. We're picking this high. we got to get a quarterback if we can. Quarterbacks will go one, two, three, four.
4: Here we go. Latest fan duel odds, C.J. Stroud at minus 300, number one overall. Bryce Young plus 250. Richardson plus 900, number two overall pick. Bryce Young at minus 300, then Stroud, then Richardson, then Levis, then Will Anderson cracks the uh, list thereafter. So it's fun intrigue over the next week, uh, a a lot of potential shuffling up. Uh, And look, we're, we're at the age where we're also grabbing a bunch of veterans And we may see a lot of activity there. I mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. We've talked on the evening show about Stephon Diggs and some of the other players who've uh, been rumored maybe not to be so enamored with their current situation. That might be a a big shuffle up and deal kind of moment.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, you you have a lot of quarterbacks and... Does anyone seem like they're an Andrew Luck or they're somebody, you know, maybe, maybe not, but you have to take them this side. This is where you take the quarterbacks, right? You, know, you don't sit there at two and go, we got to get that defensive end. No, you don't do that. You know, you know oh, we got to get that edge rusher. No, you know, you need a quarterback. There's a lot of guys out there. You do your homework and you pick the right guy. When it comes down to it, quarterbacks will go one, two, three, four. It's going to be amazing. And then the Seahawks are sitting there at five going, man, maybe we thought we'd get one, but we love Geno, so Gino, we're okay. Geno, Geno. We just gave him a lot of money. We're feeling real. no, no. We never wanted a quarterback. We just wanted to stick with Gino. Or maybe That's the Jets trade plan. up because they still need a quarterback. Stop, stop, stop! We're getting Aaron Rodgers. Just stop. It's it could be Aaron Rodgers Eve. What's wrong with you? It's we're getting it. We're getting it. Twitter at How About A Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Don't put that stuff out there in the universe. Jets, Don't do Jets, it. Jets, Don't Jets. Do it. Hey, coming up next, the two biggest things to know coming off the Masters. This is Fox Sports Radio.